This is your host, Pablo J. Ruiz Vargas, changing the sound a little bit. Um, make sure that you subscribe, share the content, more importantly, like, interact with the community. That way you can, you know, have uh, direct contact with me. Um, today's podcast is going to be, why am I emotionally unstable as a man? Okay, this is going to be interesting. Um since the, uh, there's a lack of fatherhood in homes uh, with a lot of communities right having a higher rate of single parents in homes we're seeing a, an increase of emotional instability in the modern world with males specifically having a higher risk of, of suicidal and females just getting a lot of pills right taking a lot of medications to just deal with their um, emotional instability and others so this is episode 71 why am i emotionally unstable as a man of course i'm just going to focus in the man side because i'm a man and i identify myself strongly with that area since uh i can identify myself as well but if you're a female you're listening to it uh, try to get as much as you can to you know, identify your situation, okay? There's always something good in all these good information. I'm, I'm just trying to focus in one, um, let's say one niche, just to make sure that they can identify directly, okay? Why am I emotionally unstable as a man? Of course, that's a question, and that's a rhetorical question uh, that we... I'm asking, right? And we should just receive it as such. Okay. Like always, we always start in that position of being unstable as a person, right? Especially me as a man, I was very unstable as emotionally. But thank God I have a father, I have a great mom. Um, they helped me move through the, through the world, I must say, with conviction. Especially my father, he taught me how to really keep myself composed and always making sure that I'm always stable in the in the let's say harder harder situations, right? I cannot lose myself. I need to maintain myself in a very strong sense of composure. Now I have again I have a list where I would love just to discuss with you guys what are my opinions and what I think uh, you should just listen to these. Uh, signs that you might be unstable as well, right? And let's just let's just mention those signs and let's just add some talk um, after mentioning those signs, okay? Uh, let's develop. So the first first one is make making or being angry for entitled statements, right? Making angry, being angry, and any entitled statement, okay? That means that you just get angry, basically, by things that you think you're entitled to, right? Meaning that you think you are entitled to things, right? You think you, you can, the world owes you things, right? Like everybody around you owe you something, 
and because they own you something they have to just feel sorry for you and you want people to feel sorry for you okay therefore if people owe you something and you're entitled right you scream about it I want the world to give me this I want the world to give me that people don't understand me and people don't understand my situation therefore I need just to cry listen the world doesn't owe you anything okay we all in a struggle right it's up to you to make sure whether you want to make something happen or not but nobody owes you anything so when you see people you're screaming through the long screaming entitlement sentences and words right they're being unstable they're trying to look for stability looking for someone to tell them okay here boom do this or have this and you'll be fine okay nobody on you anything right if you're one of those making angry entitled statements right you have to check that right that is going to start eating you the more the older you get but because the old, older you get society expects some responsibility from you since you are transitioning from how Jordan Peterson calls it right from the infant that has greater possibilities right through the infant right that still has some possibility but we expecting responsibility from you that's when you're talking the 30 the 35 years old right we have a strong problem with the millennials in that area where we've seen a lot of millennials entitled that think the mom and pop need to just give them everything okay you one of those make sure you check that next one struggle to show up time on time we all struggle on this one right there are there's a emotional connection to that especially a trauma okay and whatever is that trauma is linked to it's just not allowing you to have a structure where for some reason you cannot make it at night or some reason you have to make a nine or five okay and you will notice that where you know you to you know you have to be at eight fifty five before nine but some reason you don't want to make it that time you want to make it after okay and the thing is the thing is that this just reflect in your child life the simple fact that that's only a microscope of how you handle your life okay now if you're doing zoom and they tell you okay the meeting is at nine o'clock but then you show a 905 with no cameras on not dressed well and muted and you never say anything right that's just a reflection of that now that happens to be in a microscopic level now let's put it in a bigger picture you always said you want to do something you never do it you always say that you want to just accomplish thing you never do it that's why you have you have a trauma that has not been founded yet therefore you're inconsistent with your timing and you're never on time I had that problem right and my problem was because I hated school when I was a kid right I hated to be on time every time that the ring the bell would ring I all hate it right and I think that 
I don't know why, but it seems like there was a correlation with a lot of emotional things besides school that were connected, right? And therefore, I didn't want to do anything, okay? And that started when I was a little kid when I didn't want to do homework. I didn't want to do a lot of stuff. But see, it started building up to a point where all those things happen to reflect in a, let's say, adult life. So now you're being responsible with a lot of things because all those things that you hold up when you were a kid, right? Not showing on time, not finish work on time, not giving homework, not, I don't know, just finishing projects or anything on time happens to be that you start growing up, you're an adult. You're not doing things on time. You're not on time on things, right? You don't have a watch with you. There's a difference to have a phone with you and a watch with you, okay? Watch is for just see the time and a phone is just to be unfocused. Make sure that you have a watch and get your stuff together to be on time. Next one, dramatic family. If you're being raised in a family that is very unstable, you're more likely to have unstable emotions. Go and seek a therapy if that's you. Okay? Because if you want to get a family, right, your family is going to be equally dramatic because you're going to translate all that bad emotion to your new family. Okay? Don't be that person. If you had a dramatic family, a lot of bad things happen and we understand. A lot of emotional turmoil. We understand. It's time for you to heal, right? Seek for help. Go for a therapist or talk with someone, right? Get it out. Make sure that you feel empty after that. When I say empty, it's not, um, I don't want to say empty, lighter, right? You'll feel lighter. Make sure that you go through the world like that with that light, lighter feeling, right? Because if you want to have family in the future, if you never handle that side of your um, of your life, you're going to transfer all that energy to your new family. Don't do that. If you had a dramatic family in the past, cut it out, build a new cycle, and you start a new life, okay? Uh, next one. Failing to display um, basically or empathy towards people, right? Failing to display appropriate empathy. Let's put it that way. This is where you're getting closer to be a sociopath. Where. And this is weird because when I used to live in New York, right? You get used to these things, right? You start seeing homeless people on the floor. Uh, people asking for money. Prostitution. Um, from all sides or all everything, right? And you start losing that empathy, right? Make sure that you always have uh, a side of empathy for your brother human or anything, okay? Don't go so cold on things where you start being a sociopath, de depressed person, okay? If you notice that you're failing to display appropriate empathy towards things, you have to check yourself because you might just start shutting down. Okay. 
make sure that you're looking for help. Make sure that start with things that you're listening in the morning. Start start checking what that you're putting into your system. And I'm not saying on food, right? But what are you putting in your system mentally or reading every day where it makes you just go to the sideline and say, you know what? I, I might just help people. I just might help things. Check yourself, okay? Make sure that you just look for help, okay? Next one. Always trying to one-up people. Have you ever just met someone that's trying always to one-up you? Right. The reason they're trying to do that because they lack confidence, okay? Lacking confidence, right, is equal, right, to portraying what? Insecurities. So people that are not secure, they always trying to one-up other people. I understand that's different from having jo jokes, right? Jokes with your friends, you know, that's something else. But when you always trying to do it over and over and over and over again, that's not good, right? Because it doesn't make you better pulling all the people down to just be on top of them. No. You're just pulling people down to your level, right? And you're not upping, you're not, how can I say this? If they're higher than you, right? But then you pull them down and you're on top of them, you're still lower than them. Because if we go back where how high they were, you're not even close. Okay? Stop doing that. Stop one-upping, one up, one I will say, people. Don't do that. Check yourself. Again, let me just reiterate that. Check yourself. Don't try to be a smart, uh, right? Make sure that you always keep a, a humble position on things. And, you know, humble is, humbleness is, is necessary, right? Humble, being humble doesn't mean that you have to be submissive. It means that you have to just control um, your ego in the sense that not always you have to open your mouth, right, to just be better than people, right? There's there's a space for that, right? There's a space where you, when you talk, you just talk with a presence, but then it's a time to just pull back, right? And just let silence do the talking, okay? Stop doing that. Stop always trying to one-up people, okay? Not being able to um, to check your own wrongdoing, okay? Not being able to check your own wrongdoing, okay? We make mistakes all the time, all the time. We never stop making mistakes. Now, there's two ways, like I say all the time, where you can see this, or you can just make make, make of it. Or you learn from your mistakes, or you just hide be, um, behind your ego. Okay. Make your mistake, swallow it, right? And just own it. And you don't have to apologize to nobody, right? Most important thing is that you have to recognize it and fix it. That's all that matters. You don't have to tell the world. Just recognize it and fix it. If you cannot do that, right, you're very unstable emotionally. Why? 
because that means, right, that you've been protecting yourself for years for no reason. Emotionally, of course, right? If you don't have a healthy emotional um, state of mind, this part is going to be a huge struggle for you. For the fact is that imagine that you're always making wrong things and you're affecting everybody, but you cannot accept that you're wrong. And when I say accepting that you're you're wrong, it's not saying that uh, not it's not only allowing people to just tell you, ah, you're wrong, you're wrong. It's not about that. It's when you know you're wrong. People telling you that you're wrong, it's not it's not what I'm talking about, right? People can tell you that you're wrong for everything. And you might be right for everything. Okay? That's not what I'm talking about. When you make an action, you know you're wrong, right? Make sure that you check your emotional stability and Make a decision to whether learn from the experience or not. Check your wrongdoings. And the last one, extremely fearful of criticism or rejection. For those folks that go through life trying to pretend something they're not, this might really touch you. If you're afraid of criticism, if you're afraid of rejection, you have an emotional, unstable frame. You don't understand how the world works, right? You are like a little puppy that came up from her mom dog, from yeah, from her mother, right? And you're so vulnerable that nobody can tell you anything because you're going to start screaming. That is you with the criticism. That is you with the rejection. You need to handle both in order for you to be stable emotionally. Okay? It's like fighting. First couple weeks, couple months, it's going to hurt. Then it's going to stop hurting less. Then you say it's going to stop hurting. I say it's going to stop hurting less. Always going to be there, but, but you're going to be mature to identify that pain. Say, okay, I can, I can hold that a little bit and just, you know, handle it. That is what I'm talking about. Extremely fearful of criticism and rejection. But for this one, you have to be exposed. Right? Exposed and just experience those emotions to understand it. And this one is very important because it's going to determine whether you can move forward in life or not. Okay? So this was, was my small list from the... Episode 71. Let me just recap on this. <sighs> Emotions are something that we cannot rely 100%. And I'm going to say it right now. Feeling because it feels good doesn't mean it's right or it doesn't mean it's correct. Feeling good, it could be something that feels bad tomorrow. Feeling good about candy today, tomorrow can feel tired, right? Feeling is just a reaction from your body that tells you quick what things are okay or not, but you never should never rely on them in 100%. It should be like your fifth your fifth way to just, you know, think whether things are right or wrong. You always move through your world with the logics. Especially as a man. For a simple reason. 
our way of life as men is rely on responsibility, accountability, and logical approach to things, right? You should not love your family with feeling. You should love your family from a position of responsibility and truth, okay? I can feel 100 things at the same time. Doesn't mean that I just cave to those things that I feel, right? I may, uh, I keep myself composed to, the, to to a point where I can just relax and know that everything is okay. Why am I emotionally unstable as a man? Because you never dealt with some of these uh, traits. Okay? You have to go deeper to understand why simple tasks like not not finishing things on time, not getting on time, not empathy for people, you know, all those things, they have a deeper meaning or a deeper issue which you should con consult with a professional. I'm not a professional on this. I'm just telling you my opinion like always. Okay. But at the end, just make sure you find someone that know how to handle this and can help you out, okay? This was episode number 71. Why am I emotionally unstable as a man? This is your host, Paulo J. Ruiz Vargas. I'm out.